all seven lengths in front. Sender Walk can't pick him up. He's at Frankel. He gets an immediate response. The champion starts to draw away. Welcome to the Bastards Inquiry live podcast for uh, the meeting at uh, Royal Ascot the first day and it was uh, certainly a, a few talking points for us all. Uh, myself, Lee Keys of systembetter.co.uk is joined by John Lane at Chateau John Joe. Hello John Joe. Good evening. Yes, we, we, we're now here at Chateau John Joe. I'm excited. There's noises from the basement. I don't know what that could be. Um, Catherine Fry has been, been rather quiet today, um, but um, anyway, uh, it is what it is. I've had a, I've had a terrible day today, John. I've, I've done my absolute spuds, but yet again, we sure we've got class in depth because who's come up with a lovely winner of the Wolferton? Your very self in one Alcano. Yeah, fair play to It's been a fair race to me over the years, the Wolferton. Uh... I'd say it's probably my favourite race of the meeting. It will be now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, looking at the, the the day day back, I mean, some of the results today. I mean, I think the the one in the Ascot Stakes. I think that uh, floored uh, everybody. That. that was an absolute deal breaker, wasn't it? Really. I mean, Rishon, um I, I was absolutely convinced that wasn't a bit of dig in the ground anyway. Um, I was believe it or not. I did look at it and wonder why Bielik was riding it, but. That was as far as I got with it, uh, and like yourself, I ended up uh, ducking a couple in the race thing, and I couldn't lose, and ended up doing it in. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, obviously going back to the the one Alcano race, it was quite funny because if any if anyone could have seen it here, uh, I was I was on quite large on Patrick Sarsfield, and this is this is this is the measure of the man. John was really polite, and he'd, he'd had a good bet on one Alcano, good odds. And you know, if it had been me, I'd be saying, good, and it, it was so quiet. And he just, I heard this little, like, as if he's, <laughs> as if he's just, you know, willing it home. And obviously, I, I'm, I've had a bad day, I'm big on Patrick's Arsenal. I said to him, I said, you don't need to be polite. I said, I'd have just added a shout of rooftops if I'd have been hanging from his chandelier. In the in, in the dining hall, um, yeah, it was like, dining room, not hall, but dining room. Um, anyway, um, get your questions, get get chatted on, on YouTube. Uh, we'll answer literally anything. If you want to abuse us, that's fine. We're, we're all game for that. Um, anything anything that, that you want us to talk about or any talking points, uh, get across and um, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss them. And until we get any questions, we'll start talking about the day in question and go through the results today. Um, there looked to be, uh, there was a, I forget now, but there's a chap on Twitter that, that said um, about is, will there be any stand-side bias? He actually asked that question, uh, whether there would be any stand-side bias. And, you know, I, I was sort of like stand-side and, and far-side, John. Um, but did you think there was a, a an element of bias? I didn't think it was concrete, but that said, I would not have wanted to have been drawn far-side. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd have been a lot more comfortable with a high draw. Yeah, I found it interesting as well that, that um, uh, John Velasquez came across from stall three as if he wanted to be... Yeah. As if they, that was the plan. Yeah. They'd have got a plan to get across. Yeah. Um, I just wish he'd maybe walked it out the box and got across rather than <laughs> uh, 
bouncing out and going tail clear after 100 yards, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, there's also some good judges on Twitter and, and everyone was, was warning me, saying uh, Wesley Ward, six furlongs, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think that's that's that's, that's possibly played out, did too much. Um, and also, I don't think they won it fair, would it? Today? Yeah, um, fair, fair play that I've got it wrong. I mean, um, <laughs> nice comments from Franco Pino. He says, love these guys, very knowledgeable people, John. Well, we try. Yeah, not just us on the gym then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robbie says he in, he emptied his entire life savings on coffee maker, um, and he said, "What happened?" Um, you done well, your life savings, Robbie. <laughs> yes, yes, you've done it in uh, with me as well. You're in good company because I had a I had a large large sum of money on it today, and I know it drifted. I kept backing it with the drift, um, but as I said, this is racing sometimes that. Um, yeah, I got it wrong. I'm gonna stick my hands up on that, and I got it wrong. Um, but anyway, thanks for. If Robbie gets his sold down to the sign of the black horse Rob- in the morning, and maybe get a home improvement loan out and get it back on <laughs> Wesley's other two tomorrow. Well, that's it. Yeah, Wesley's other two tomorrow. I mean, I mean, this is it. I mean, the the Queen Mary, I do think, is a gimme for for Wesley's filly. Um, she's got speed to burn. Absolutely bolted up at Belmont. Um, Last time out, uh, her works have been tremendous. I've seen you can watch it on YouTube. If you just type her name into YouTube, you'll be able to see um, see her works. So yeah, um, you can't give up on Chemical Wes after one reversal, can no. you? You've got to keep it in the mad, no retreat, no, well, no well, surrender. Well, 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 remember, folks. I mean, the the rest of the week is is simply we, we're talking possibly good to soft ground Thursday. We might be looking at soft ground come Friday. The seven millimeters in prospect for Thursday there's 12 millimetres in prospect for Friday so it's very dodgy ground because I, I don't know what I haven't seen anything what the Clark's going to do tonight um, so so yeah it's um, Ian Davis has just chimed in and said phone call from the Vatican uh, for a John Leng apparently mm-hmm. <laughs> is he referring to Juan Elcano last time last time I was there they took me down that spiral staircase so I don't want to yeah. be going back yeah, I mean, I mean, Robbie, like you said, I, 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 everything that I will tip on this cast, uh, I'm, I'm backing, you know, with hard cash, um, and that, that's it. So, so, you know, for a fact, I'll feel it if, if, if you're beat, I'm beat. So, I'll be back and we're not shit shit. Oh no, there's, there's none of this. Oh, we'll, we'll tip this and, and back something else. This, this is, this is real cash, um, and a lot of it. Um, Wesley's two, Robbie says, and love. He's got in a treble tomorrow. Can't fault that treble because the lads, John. The lads have stepped up to the mic and give us a right song today. Haven't they? <laughs> uh, love's gone from what about five to two to thirteen to eight, something that's, like that. Absolutely. I mean, that's about what three or four of Tabor's old shops he's lumped on there, hasn't he? <laughs> so the the lads are ready to go. I mean, I mean, this is this is it tomorrow. I'm I'm quite ashamed again because. I mean, I had a go at John a few weeks back, and I don't know if, if any regular listeners remember this, but um, I, I referenced John as being like he's got a blogger because I think John, for John to tip favourites, he doesn't tip many favourites, and I think he tipped about seven favourites, <laughs> and I think I think something they all won bar one, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a stunning effort, and I, I, I might be going blogger tomorrow. I'll tell you. Uh, Frank Corpino says, "Do you think Batas John may be done with now, 
Um, and fast ground he may not like anymore. What, what do you think? What's what your thoughts on well, that? Well, I, I thought the test was done with the first time I saw him in the horses in training, Bill. Can I say he'd gone to Charlie Hills? <laughs> so, <laughs> don't know, really. Um, he, he's never one that's really grabbed me anyway, as one of the greats. So, I, I was saying that here earlier, wasn't I? Yeah. Um, so, he, he's, to me, he's, he's just. He's a good horse, but he's a wallpaper good horse. You know, he's there and so what yeah. type thing, you know. And uh, if, if that's the end, maybe he's good, Wood will win again, you know. Uh, but if anything decent turned up at York, I wouldn't be fancying him, maybe. No, well, that, that, that's, Franco, that's it for me. I, I think the that King George uh, sprint at Goodwood, um, that's the race I always like to look at, Batash. Obviously, everybody else does because it's not a not a closely guarded secret. I think he's a I think he's a ten pound better horse and looks a ten pound better horse um, at Goodwood. Um, right, John. Let's just go through a few things today uh, before we take any more questions. So, obviously, Palace Pier in the first uh, impressed, not impressed. I thought it did what you'd have expected it to do. Really, didn't tell us anything we didn't know about the horse. No, straightforward yeah. task. Yeah. Could have run seven pound below and still won. Yeah. For all we know. Yeah. Um, don't you think it was uh, nice of Aiden to tell everyone after the race that the second favourite and the, the basically the, the the bookmaker's second favourite of the race, Order of Australia. Oh, lovely run that. He needed the run. He needed the run quite bad there. He'd be, he'd be breaking the habit <laughs> of a lifetime if he told us anything worthwhile before any race, wouldn't he? So that's. Uh, that's my view on Aiden, really. I mean, I mean, that was disappointing. That was that was disappointing. I, I, I would rather listen to Tinnitus than Aiden O'Brien. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, not much really to say about the Queen Anne. It was a rather substandard um, uh, event. Uh, next race, obviously, was the Coventry, and obviously a massive body blow to me. Um, I also, I, I'll be honest, I also had a, a very small cover on, on, on Dabab. Of uh, John Gosden's, that got, I saw that got chopped for a run. Uh, John, any 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 sort of stories from the Coventry? Do you think it was a moderate renewal? I think it was stinking rotten, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I can only think that Wes's horses run massive amount below farm, in all honesty. Yeah. Because these were filth. I mean, El Eldrick Jones running seconds for Rodge. Nah. But it's, it's funny because Eldrick Jones, I, I I was at first that night when it made its debut, and um, I, I I bet it, and, I, and it got beat by the Rouse selling winner. What's the Rouse selling winner worth now then? You know, it's it's beat it's beat the Coventry second. Was it Martin? I did somebody. Do, do you know? I, ne I never looked. Nick Bradley said he was going to buy it, oh. um, but I mean, I'm not quite sure. He could have he could have told the best three Terry Rolls in the country if he'd done that. For sure. Um, I'm just it's. it's Tar Seek or something. I'm not sure. Anyway, Nick Bradley yeah. said he, he yeah. was going to buy it because he thought a lot of this Eldrick Jones. And mm. I did, to be honest, his comments though, he thought he thought he'd come in the first ten in the Coventry. Yeah, oh, that's insightful. So, uh, yeah. And uh, right. Anyway, if that wasn't enough to floor me today, um, it was the King Stand where um, I I again it was inspired gamble on Oxted. Very very strong money on the off. It was like five. 5.2 on the machine, John. Uh, I couldn't see it on what it had done on form this year. What did you What did you, what did you make of it? Well, Oxted's looked deader than Dillinger, hadn't it, all year? Um, and then, as I said, Batashi's probably run a wee bit below form. Um, and then you've got to see one running into second. 
Sprint division's a bit iffy, maybe. Hmm. Well, I mean, it certainly, certainly looks that way because, um, I mean, if you look at the the, the second runner, um, Arecibo, and I very much love the owner Tom Moore. He puts a lot into the game, so I'm very pleased for him. But again, that shows the the uh, the, the standard. I'm surprised it didn't win actually, because he hadn't had a winner for about 48 hours. Tom has he? And he's no. generally banging them in left, right, and centre. Yeah. Um, and 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 it's it's it's, it's like. It, Again, it was probably again a very moderate king stand. So we're saying all the first three races that the Royal Meeting today below par. Substandard. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. rock on with that. Right now we go on to the uh, feature race of the day. Before we do, just I'll just take a few comments in. Um, Humpty Dumpty, yes, he's uh, pushing off his wall. Great show. How much you two lost today, Lee? And will you approach tomorrow with the same intensity, or will you be more cautious? Um, I lost uh, about seven or seven or eight k today. It was it was not a good day. I had I had a, I had um, about two and a half thousand on um, uh, what's his face the, the the Wesley Ward horse and nothing ever nothing ever. even Patrick Sarsfield. I, I'm cheering that home and then that also got chinned. Um, um, Carl Swanson says he's a good fan of the show. Ray Paul is possibly one of the unluckiest horses today. Um, that was in the Ascot stage. Yeah, didn't get a great run up the street. No. Um, again, I'll, I'm going to have to watch these back right in full because obviously I've, I've, I've come off back of a, a terrible day's punting. Um, so I need to go back and review them properly, Carl. Uh, I'll get back to you on Twitter on that. I'll few my thoughts. Um, uh, me too, Robbie. I was certainly Wesley Ward would have a good day, but not a jot. Brits abroad, thirteen fifty-four. I know, yeah. I mean, this is it. I mean, everyone foresaw. I, I foresaw it. I, I, my gut was going um, like it does for big bets, but it wasn't to be. Uh, anyway, we'll get on to the St James's Palace job and poetic flair. Well, superb win for Nasty Jim. In all fairness. Um... You can't knock the horse. That, that was as impressive as it's been all year. Because mm-hmm. for me, you can call it the winner turning in, um, quickened away from Lovely, and just looked out and out the best horse in the race by a considerable margin. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, I mean, a lot of credit needs to go to this trainer because I think if for all national national hunt followers, they're all sick and bored and tired following horses that run three times a season absolutely and Jim has, has turned out in group ones and turned up in the English French Irish um, and you know and now I mean I mean this is his fifth run this season I mean it is truly astonishing to get a horse to do that on it on its fifth start in a short period of time um, yeah I, I was immensely impressed and now is this a serious rival to um, yes Palace Pier definitely Definitely, um, and in, in I mean, in praise of Jim, when you compare him to how these so-called target trainers are performing, it's like having Leonard Cohen rocking up at the hip factory and taking on Stock Aitken and Waterman, isn't it? Really? Yeah. You know, he's just writing a different lyric to these people. And one of the thing, one of the thing that me and John noted, and I'll let John talk about this because obviously he's horse, he knows quite well. Um, Maxim John. Pons. Yeah. Out and out pumps. Going almost as well as the winner turning in. And still going pretty well down at the tail pole. Uh, I should have think what Colin Kane said to 
the Baron when he got off that. Well, I think it would have been bleeped out. Yeah, for sure. Right, so, so going forward, me and John both think Poetic Flair is the real deal and will be more than a match for the elder um, uh, Palace Pier. Um, right, more, take more questions in. Um, uh, 0101 says, don't be nasty about Jim Bolger. Um, Wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like Dracula, though. You can't admit that. Um, how was better fair liquidity today, says 0101 John. Oh, I know, this, I know him. It's John Hines. Yeah, I get that, yeah. Um, I was better fairly quick to say um, pre-play fine I didn't do much in running if I'm honest because of the poor ATR video that you get for Ascot it's not that easy to when it cuts out for three seconds and then you've got to reset your eyes when it comes back and so on and so on so I've done more pre-play than anything it probably explains why I've done my brains um, Ian Davis massive friend of the show he says you have to say uh, poetic flair is that rare thing a tough group one horse who goes in the mud and when it's on top which is it is true every great horse john that you can probably remember you know and i mean great yeah they go on anything yeah pretty much you know yeah. they might not be 100 percent as effective no 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 but no. they've got that heart and resolution i mean part of me now wishes it beat max Whiney on its on its favorite ground because yeah max Whiney wouldn't be in the same parish as poetic um, no, I'd agree with that, mate. Flair, in terms yeah. of ability. So, yeah, it's, it's a really, very, very good ass. Yeah, yeah. So, Wolverton, obviously, Juan Alcano, uh, for, for you, John, a great result. Very, very pleased for you, you bastard. Um, and then <laughs> uh, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Sarsfield, for me, uh, summed up my day. I won enough for a Chinese. Yes. But, but, I'm, but I'm flying her from Hong Kong and I'm going to pay her so I can put it in every orifice. <laughs> and then... And then then come the Copper Horse Stakes, a new, a new race, and that 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 was a double carpet winner and a double carpet second, John. Yes, um, the eye catcher hey, was the one I was watching all the way around Hotchfield. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the kilt turned it out again fairly quickly. The horse is in very good heart. Didn't have much of a race up, re- really up until turning the straight, so it'll class that as a pretty good workout. So I'd uh, stick that in your trackers and smoke them. Could, 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 could that be one for the July meeting? He, he, he loves a July meeting. He, he might want it out before then. It's yeah. not July till the fortnight's time, is Probably, probably run it three times. You know, it's regular at the weekend. He might have it in there. <laughs> I mean, so Hockfeld, uh, one for your tracker there. Um, I catch it there in the uh, Copper Horse Stakes. But, but the kilt loves his July winners. And obviously at Newmarket, it's uh, it's rather good. Uh, another question before we go on to tomorrow's action. Obviously covering covering off uh, tomorrow's bets. Um, Brits Abroad says, do you think Wesley's Twilight Gleaming and Campanelle are still worth backing? He's lost his confidence, John. You've got to stay confident. And if you feel your confidence waning, just pour out another big gin before you get stuck in. <laughs> You know, we're, we're not going to be saying gamble responsibly on this channel. No, no. He's, he, I mean, literally, to, to me, I think the filly will win tomorrow in, in the in the Queen Mary. That's that's the confident one. Real Brits abroad, that's the one you could, you know. I'll, I'll be on it uh, to, some, to some large degree as well. So at least you'll know. I know it's only a small consolation, but at least you'll know that I'll have done my absolutes again. Um 
Carl Swanson says, has Thunder Moon trained on? And should the lads aim Wembley at Crufts? <laughs> I think the lads yeah. might benefit from dropping Wembley back to sprint trips. Oh, Actually, right. with the sprint division being as crap as it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a while since they did it with one of theirs. I mean, you had Stravinsky and that other one, didn't they? Um, yeah, Stravinsky. Yeah. They um, did another one as well. They one at Yacht um, and one at July Cup. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it'd have the pace for sprints, and I mean, it's clearly no bloody good at now races, is it? It's yeah, got more chance of winning the FA Cup than one of them, so for sure, for sure. Right, what we're going to do now, just to, we've got about uh, 10 to 12 minutes left, I believe, I'm sure. Me and John are going to quick fire go through tomorrow's racing with our with our bets and selections. Um, if you've any horse you want an opinion on in that time, also chime up with a question. Um, Right, oh, Christian Strangeway's been on. Yes, this uh, this old duffer from York. And he said, are you lads fully clothed whilst recording this? Or are the wangers out? Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> been, we out, been out since after, right? Yeah, they, absolutely. It's rested on thigh. Um, there's some sweating going off, though. We aren't losing. Um, you know, back sweats and everything. And <laughs> pressure sweats. Um, Leia Cake says hi guys John quoted a line from the rise and fall of the sport of kings on the pod last week I love this book what is your favourite book on racing or sport in general oh dear that's a bit of a left trail one isn't it hmm. um, horse traders are good book the, the Sangster story I like that ok that's, that's a good shout actually I, 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 might, I might want to read that actually that's, that's a good shout so horse trader John says uh, the, about the Robert Sankster story, uh, and the obvious one. I love the Curly book because it's full of um, it's full of what the game's about, really. Um, so quite simple. Uh, Aaron Rose says, "Did Ascot refinance their COVID deficit on Cape G today? As that price was insane." John, very possibly. Um, they've been blazing on a bit about how much it's costing and putting this on, haven't they? I mean, I had to laugh. I had to laugh at ITV Racing's comments when they said um, it's the price has collapsed due to Rachel Blackmore being in the saddle. I mean, it, it might, might have been something to do with the super unleaded. Because it probably received, you know. And I, I don't think that was the absolute pinnacle of the inane stupidity from ITV. There it was also the last that led up Palace Payer. It was absolutely vilified for having the cheek to pick up 300 quid yeah. for being the best turned out. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe it. And she's got 300 pounds as if it was a, yeah, a I mean, monstrous amount. That... It'll see you through at Christmas, won't it? <laughs> God almighty. Right, let's get on to tomorrow's uh, bets, John. So, Queen Mary tomorrow, what do you like? Well, I'm just following you, I was in and backing Wes. Um, yep. I thought Balding's York winner was probably about the best of our lot on the clock, but I wasn't overly impressed that York if canonised and turned up with a back that to beat it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, Twilight Gleaming for me, I'm in a dark room if that's beat. Um, I mean, I mean, uh, I know I sound like a blogger here, but it simply is much the best. Artos, the second favourite, by the way. That was slammed by the uh, Windsor Castle uh, favourite, Ruthin, on debut. I just can't see that being up to Wesley Ward's standard. Um, and then it's 10 to 1 by. It looks another moderate moderate two-year-old event. On to the 305, John. We've got uh, the Queen's Vars, Wordsworth, well, O'Brien. This is, this is Harry Potter's pre-ledger gallop, isn't it? Where he just lines them all up and works them all out. Yeah. You know, you just take it as read that 
Ryan's on the best one back accordingly. Yeah, um, Wordsworth for me as well. I, I love his stride. I look, he's, he's an out and away type of horse. You're not going to get a hold up ride here off, off Daft Ryan. He'll you, be handy or he'll be sat third or fourth at worst. Just a, a, a loping, galloping type. Um, one other I'd like to mention is Kiprios, the, the other Aidan O'Brien runner, because he's a lazy sort. Might be one for you in running boys if you see him come off the bridle and he's, he's still in a challenging position. Always worth a play because he is very lazy, he's Kiprios. Um, that's at the 12 to 1 mark. Next race, um, we're looking at the Duke of Cambridge. That's a Group 2 event. Lady both up 2 to 1 favourite, John. Going to be very hard to beat. Uh, I did sort of toy with the idea of maybe backing Bounce the Blues because I think that's probably been targeted at this after being very unlucky at Lingsray last time out. Um, probably just on the cusp of the sort of price where you want to back it, but. I, th- I think that could run well at a price, but Lady Bothop does look very hard to beat. Just the lockage form. I mean, yeah. we, we. I mean, Queen Power did did finally get ahead in front last time. Funny race that at York, though. Um, and we've never liked it before, have we? No. Um, and Lady Bothop, like, the lockage form is just is just absolutely rock solid. If you're backing anything else, it's it can't be on form. Um, but there we go. It's two to one. It's priced accordingly. I'm not saying I'm getting involved. Uh, 420 Ascot, the Prince of Wales, obviously the, the big race on the card. The lads, John, the lads. The lads have been in, and uh, it's 5-2 to two to 13-8, to eight, John. Well, if if it's too thin for anybody, they could maybe stick Armoury in for the forecast, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd expect love to beat, certainly beat the Gosden one. Yeah. I, I mean, the, 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 old, the, the question mark about love all year, they've been entering her up, they thought the Coronation Cup, she'd been entering some race in Ireland prior, and you were thinking, when's she going to turn up? And all of a sudden, she turns up, and then it's like, bang, bang, bang. And I think that's the key. The, this, they've obviously got a right. She's back, and if she's back, she just takes the world of beating in this. Again, sorry to sound obvious. I'd love, I'd love some prices for you, but it's just rather difficult. Uh, John, the, uh, the Royal Hunt Cup. I'm a little bit disappointed here because my, one of my tips of the week, Ropey Yes, hasn't been declared for this. Um, gorgeous George Magison has opted for the Buckingham Palace over the seven furlongs that I didn't think suited it last time. So I'm a little bit knacked about that. I, I had it down to three possibles after that. Uh, Magical Morning, which could be Gosden's next group horse coming through handicaps. Yeah, fair point. A little bit keen going for my liking in a race like this, though, and might probably go a bit too handy. And Montatham would be the other one I was I was liking, and of course King um, Astro King. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about this, people. Astro King for me also. Um, it it's 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 extremely extremely solid in that. It beat fine, his sound. Nugget was in behind that day. Nugget, Nugget might have been a bit unlucky, but at the same time, the first Hunt Cup was also a good a good trial. Third behind Storting, finishing well from never getting in the race, really. Just having, just, just caught on its back, back feet. Thirst really, really didn't suit it. I think a strongly run mile suits it. And for you high drawbackers, Stall 27, which is, I mean... I would say stick to high draws, John, possibly, maybe. I, I wouldn't be wanting to play a low draws on what I've seen so far. Mm, yeah, so high draws, maybe on cup tomorrow. Um, Astro King there. 5.35 race is the Windsor Castle, obviously. <laughs> the uh, the American tank. Oh, and he's, he, he's got Frankie on this one, John. That would be an improvement, I think. Um, 
I don't worry about these American jockeys when they come in, they have to ride a straight five or six because yeah. they're not used to it, you know. And yeah, John's on the other one, John Velasquez on the other one, Golden Bell. Mm. But, but I mean, listen, I, I watched Ruth him win um, on his debut and honestly, he, he was absolutely green as grass. He might have won by six lengths. He was looking left, right, mm. up yeah. in the air. He, mm. he just absolutely, was absolutely clueless. I mean, this horse has got speed to burn. This is this is a proper speed horse, yeah. water horse. Um, so, I mean, obviously Ascot's a stiff five, but geez, this is going to make them go. Um, Are we jumping ship after three furlongs, though? Uh, well, you, I mean, I wouldn't put one, anyone one off. 1.1 one third. Yeah, this is a fast horse, real fast. Uh, nothing will go this early. Um, but it's what, you know, Frankie, like John says, might, might just be better for the horse, really, than, than John Velasquez, but... Ruth, in, uh, I think, will win. Um, I, d I don't think it's a favourites day for, for punters tomorrow. I'm predicting that. So we go on to the uh, 6-10, which is the Kensington, the finale, the Kensington Palace Stakes, and also 105 Mile Handicap, an extra race that Ascot have put on. And Dream Loper and Lights On are sort of disputing favouritism. Mersley's up there. Any of you here, John, in this? Um, the only real view of this is there's probably too many opportunities for mares and fillies at these type of meetings now. And if I was there, I'd be baiting the traffic or trying to find a shady nook with me and the missus in, in the car park <laughs> rather than uh, messing about trying to find the winner of this. It's, it's a gin and pate race, isn't it? Really? Definitely. Get the pate out. Let G the dog gin in. and pate. And, and, and if, you, if, you've, if you've done it in on day, I mean, I would suggest, you know, some several strong beverages, um, you know, and, and get your feet up, really. I mean, it's just that, that's how we deal with, uh, with, with terrible days. Um, right, John Hines says, do you bet bigger at this meeting? John, do you, do you, do you traditionally do you bet bigger at uh, Royal Ascot? I've probably had my biggest bets there overall. Um, so, yeah, I think I probably do. Mm. I, I'm, to be honest... Uh, a, 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 a Monday, a cold Monday at Plumpton. If if there's a if there's a sort of horse that's ungenuine at eleven oh eight, and the second favourite's thirteen oh eight, and it's ten to one bar, I'll have more on the thirteen oh eight chance than I'm <laughs> because if I know it's ungenuine. There was an example of that tonight at Brighton, just as we were about to go on air. The six twenty Amber Dew of uh, Ralph Beckett is is probably I would class her the most ungenuine horse in training right now. She went off favourite. And obviously the second favourite wins. It's a good system if you can spot on genuine horses. It's what I like to do, you know, when I'm in trouble, uh, like today. Uh, but there we go. Uh, but yeah, plenty of all the fun of the fair. Be careful with your bets later this week, I would say, because as I said, with the rain forecast, uh, seven millimetres on Thursday, 12 millimetres possibly on Friday. It could be an absolute minefield to, to get some. You know, to play, play in advance or the night before you you really need to be sort of playing late if you can um, I would advise um, later in the week tomorrow is the best day if you're going to hit runners tomorrow tomorrow's the best day you're going to get firm ground rattling quick ground as long as that naughty clock of the course doesn't put the half of the River Thames on um, John any anything to add before we sign off any more questions for before we sign off I'll take one more question. Anyone, any, anyone, if, if Stickles waters the hell out of it tonight, I think there should be a Twitter storm in the morning. I think so. Letting him have it both barrels. Because think about it, if you if you water really, really plenty, well, put plenty on, what's that going to do to Thursday, Friday and Saturday? What is that going to do? I mean, it's, 
It's just, you know, it's going to make the ground horrific. We, so, can't, we can't have another hard we run on shit ground. No, no, no. Please, God. Right, anyway, that's that. That's all for us. We're back tomorrow, not with a live show, as normal, recorded show. We've done this as an experiment. We hope you've enjoyed it. Any feedback on the live show, please, please tell us. We'll, we'll make it better because this won't be the last one. Um, and as I said, we, we, we're back tomorrow at a similar time, but it, after we, we have to upload the recording so it'll be available around probably about half past seven rather than uh, the live time tonight hope you enjoyed it and i'm wishing you very well with your punting tomorrow you know i'm on the wesley ward runner the philly big tomorrow in the first john nap tomorrow what, what are you what, what are you big on tomorrow oh dear me um i would say possibly probably aiden's in the queen's bars it's probably about as good as I've got it. So Wordsworth, the big long striding loping sort, will appreciate the trip. Everything, everything's good. He'll like the track. Love it. We're back tomorrow night. Hope you enjoyed the live show. Bye for now.